0: Hola, y bienvenidos a la Daily Hustle. Soy Enrique Barnes, presidente de ese mejor cerveza. No abate, poor, no filter network. Miguelito, Sandy Aguito, not here. Will the Thrill Clark, not here. Sorry. But Henry fucking Markin,
1: here, in the flesh. Welcome, young man. Thank you, sir. To be back here actually first time here in dallas back at the abca convention with you year two
0: that is true you were here last year we had all sorts of guests on including jose trevino who was back in the hotel bar lobby last night it was great to see him
1: he's out and about we got to get him back on that would be a wild catch again
0: well, dude, we got a slew of other guys, including Kyle Peterson, Seth Etherton. Kyle used to pitch at Stanford. ESPN analyst, Seth Etherton, coach at USC now. Mm. Uh, all sorts of gadgets and gimmicks and everything going on right here. I mean, across the way, you can actually see.
1: Uh, this is what do you what do you call it? The field general? Yeah, just you know what? Describe for the listeners. I guess you know the audience can pick up this in the visual, but. As we stand here in Dallas, Texas, this is a grapevine, Texas, We're in a big ass convention center with friggin everything as far as you can see, baseball. From the equipment to people trying to sell themselves, their brands is pretty cool, honestly. whether you're a baseball person or not, the conventions themselves are impressive.
0: Very true, very true. So right next to us too is the Fungo Man, mm. which is down there. Now, this is the Rockerby Ranch booth and then the fungal man look at that thing spinning the wheel going up and down i mean hank we could do a whole show just cruising this place as you see the kids checking out a sick little baseball bat
1: that transformer apparatus over there spinning that machine
0: yeah all sorts of stuff if you got us live on no filter network give us a thumbs up if you can hear us fine hopefully the audio Is okay if you're listening later in the day on Apple or Spotify. Uh, we appreciate you guys. If you want to catch us live on No Filter, we'll be live today and tomorrow from the ABCA Mm. trade show. They stuck us up in podcast row, Henry.
1: Yeah.
0: And well, we set up and we had a cool little spot.
1: had a good spot,
0: corner spot.
1: Yeah. It, it you know it, it wasn't what you wanted, it, it it wasn't what I think you imagined this would be, so we did relocate. I I I have different thoughts. I like a nice, quiet, peaceful setting to talk, to engage, to listen, perhaps even to edit. And of course, you like being right in the heat of battle, right in the trenches. So
0: bro, I didn't come here to get tucked away in the corner, Matt. <laughs> I told you that. Nobody puts Bernsey in a corner. Oh, don't Fuck it, that, dude. Don't baby in a corner. No way. No. no way. No. It, well, the the great part about it right. is that we had the one spot. Yeah. And it was like, okay, this is fine. This right. will do whatever. It's like a corner office. Corner office. Yeah. And then we got all set up. We got a lot of shit, man. Like we got the Let Them Play book, a parenting and coaching guide to youth sports. This is it
1: says your audio might be just a smidge loud. Maybe uh, you accidentally.
0: No, well, yours is away from your mouth. And... Okay.
1: Maybe just, uh, we're getting I'll, some live. I'll... That's the casual nature of this show. I'll... We're getting some live. Boom.
0: Yeah, thank you, Leslie. All right, here we go. Most importantly, here it is. In the flesh for the first time, making its debut, you see the shiny gloss cover. Yes. A parenting and coaching guy to you, Sports Hank. I mean, look at the cool picture on front. The testimonies on the back, and this is it. And then within it, looking like the
1: pictures. Yeah, it's like a picture book, guys. So if you're a, um, you know, I'm, I don't even know why I'm trying to say if 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 you're into reading, you're into pictures, or you're into the color orange. There's a lot of orange going on too. So that for all you Giants fans who are even blind or deaf, this is this is a good a buy for you. I mean, orange. It's a great orange and blue Mets fans too, but. If we could, we could sell a bunch of these over the course of the day. Let's talk. Um, Start baseball, right? Yeah. So we're here at the convention, we got uh, we, we got a lot going on with the Giants. Things are hot. You know, you and I kind of discuss. There's these kind of do or die for for the G-men right now with this off with Farhan. oh dude, I mean do or die is a strong
0: statement with but the offseason moves. I just can't believe how much it slowed down after Otani and Yamamoto, and then you have. Basically, the four main free agents, I believe, still remaining. I mean, I get, it's just everything's so up to the minute. So we got Snell. Yeah, Blake Snell. You got Cody Bellinger. You have Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman.
1: And... That's kind of the big three that's in there. Well, George
0: Montgomery would be the fourth. Really? Montgomery okay. became very valuable with his run with the Texas Rangers right. down the stretch. So, the question becomes... Which of those four would you sign given the option mm. if you're the San Francisco Giants or any other team? I think it just has to do with neat. And I mentioned this the other day on The Daily Hustle, where if you were more of an offensive team already, I think Chapman might be the guy you could go get potentially right. at a discount. There's a guy with like a seven fifty OPS last season, but he brings to the table the best glove in all of baseball at third base. This guy's a platinum gold glove award winner. And if you're the giants, look run prevention is just as important, if not more than scoring runs. Right. 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 It's the ability to save runs in that ballpark. It's fucking huge. So I think Chapman would be a good fit, but the question is, is that what they need? Is that what they need? Is that, is that, would you take that? Look, the Giants weren't great defensively last year. So, yes, they do need to improve. That's where they failed compared to years past. They typically have been a good defensive club. Right. But if you're older and non-athletic, dude, it doesn't, it doesn't help. And then they dealt with a lot of injuries. So, that was that. The
1: defense was, I mean, every time you and Thrill chopped it up each week, it was a broken record player. It seemed like the defense was going to hell. The offense was anemic at times. Sometimes it was popping. But every week, the defense would just shit all over themselves. Correct. So, but you And that, was, that Snell, was the thing that pissed Will off. I think Snell might be the guy then if you improve the staff a little well, bit. Well,
0: if you improve the staff, it doesn't necessarily improve your defense. If you want to improve your defense, you go to two guys. And this obvious is Bellinger, who plays a very nice defensive center field. And then once you get a guy, if you get a guy like Bellinger, that you can throw out in center every day. Here's the other thing. that. Like that, you can play first base as well. Right, right. So, if you have Bellinger at center, you have Bellinger in left, it doesn't really matter. Like, it's, uh, it, it's going to improve you guys defensively. And then the same thing with Chapman. Look, you put Chapman at third, it opens up other spots
1: for other guys. You, you sort of go from there. And then Leslie just mentioned don't forget bet online. Of course, we have to remember our friends at bet online. Bet online
0: our title sponsor our title sponsor of course this is this is all you got to do bet online the number one online betting destination and well they're not taking this time of year off because they're making sure you have all the up-to-date odds news scores predictions and action bet online wagering info available with both desktop and mobile access head there to get in on it remember to use the promo code bleed capital p l e a v bet online the number one mobile and desktop betting app uh also they will give you 50 percent bonus off of your first deposit so if you
1: put in that promo code yeah slam dunk it. it goes a long way fifty dollars goes a long way that's an entire parlay it could turn into a month's rent or it could be fifty-three bucks nothing's free now so this is big
0: yes bet online and also don't forget our proud partners here at kt tape get yourself some of the pro oxygen tape by hitting the qr code in the upper left-hand corner, by the way. So the cool thing, we got the settings, and we can actually check out the audience view to see if our KT tape's up there. Oh, yeah. It I, should be. I
1: put it up there, yeah, boom. It's and the banner ad. It's money. You see that? I did that before. I took away the active speaker. It's just, we're, we're locked in. So.
0: Not a doctor, not a lawyer, not a scientist. Did not say the Holiday Inn Express last night. But I can tell you through experience, this shit Works. It's KT tape. <laughs> you put the tape on. It lifts the skin. It promotes blood flow to the area. Reduces inflammation. Oh, it's great. It's as simple as that. And then the last one is our guy Verge. Uh, our oh. guy Jory over at Verge. He's got yeah. the cannabis shots, lemon. Can
1: you ever? You ever take one of those? So he just followed my personal account last night, Verge. Seriously, I, I really want to give that a shot. I am a. I. I am a, an active enthusiast of anything marijuana. And I really appreciate a nice, tasty drink throughout the day. Combine the two, how about that, huh? Doesn't I like sound it.
0: too bad. I like it, dude. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, it just gives you that quick shot of it just makes too much sense. Whatever it is, so
1: yeah. There's our sponsor for today's program. Thank you, sponsors. So to close up the loop, there you got the four guys you mentioned with the Giants. Give me a, a, a sort of a need-based situation. You got A, B, C, D signings in that order you got snell montgomery chapman and bellinger per giants need what gets the grade a b c and d
0: well let's break it down and go four three two one if i'm the san francisco giants and i'm going to sign one of these free agents 4 i'm going to go jordan montgomery just because he's a little bit older right a few more miles uh on, on on that body i think at some point look he's going to start to regress maybe back to the means of what he is, but he pitched like a fucking rock star last year, and I think the world took notice. He would be number four. Number three would be Matt Chapman. You Mm, get the defense. He definitely would go out there and give you everything he's got on a nightly basis. It's a matter of uh, Chapman showing up and showing out, and basically You know you're getting the D. What are we going to get offensively? I'm not quite sure. Number three, excuse me, number two Two would be Cody Bellinger. Oh, Oh, my God. Two. Wow. Two. Cody is going to instantly, instantly solidify himself in center field. If you want to move him to first base, you can move him to first base. He is coming off the best year that he's had. Apparently, he likes his weed. I don't know where he is with that. But, you well, you blame hey, him. You, you, know, blame him. you know it's legal in San Francisco, oh, that's for sure.
1: That's has, been, <laughs> has been, I think, forever. <laughs> Even before it was legal. So That leaves Snell as your top guy to sign if you are Farhan.
0: He's an ace. He's a top of the rotation Cy Young Award winner on top of his game right now. How could you possibly go anywhere else
1: but there, Farhan Zaidi, If you are listening, uh, hopefully you are. That's your cookbook right there. Snell at one. Everything else are ingredients you probably don't need, according to Eric Burns. Good that's shit. it. So I like that, Henry. Yes, sir. Yesterday,
0: I went over and you know prepped this whole show. Whatever. Uh, your thoughts. On Michigan, the Wolverines are said to have been getting after the spelling salts. And look at this fucking guy. Speaking of Santa. Santa Claus comes in after a long, hard winter. (laughs) (laughs) And Bart likes his hoes. We know that. (laughs) Oh, so. This is, this is a really interesting article. Yeah. And so Michigan, they're basically saying, have you ever seen, seen those ammonia tablets? Mm. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so you break them, they're like pink tablets. Yeah. And you stir them. salts. Yeah. And I know Harbaugh knows all about him from his days with the 49ers. I think it was, was it Jeremy Newberry that used to have it and put it in the uh, Gatorade bottle. You fill them up with like 10 ammonia tablets. And then he put him in a gator ball and then squirt him up his nose. Oh, my God. That's oh, dude. Wow. That, like, that goes right to the brain at that point. Bro, it's exactly what it does. And Jeez. And the question becomes, are they performance enhancers? There's no scientific evidence to say that they are. But I could tell you through my experience, once again, not being a scientist and not being a doctor, the shit works.
1: Oh, bro. I'm sure. I was doing smelling salts when I was. Not that this is any comparable to what's happening in college football in the NFL, but when I was a kicker in high school, a very important member of the team, see, I would rip smelling salts up and down the sideline before I had big kicks. And I had a lot of kicks. We fucking scored a lot. So wait, hold on a second. You were a kicker in high school. I didn't know this. Yeah. No, no, not a kicker, folks. The kicker. Well, there's really only
0: <laughs> fucking one, isn't there?
1: I mean, you could say the punter comes in, and maybe there's like a backup. That job was mine. I, I was kickoff, kicks, pats, whatever you need. I was the boot. I was the specialist. I was the mule, man. So, what was your farthest field goal? In <laughs> practice or a game? See, okay. okay. So, <laughs> so here's, here's the best part: is I got all this. I got all this horsepower, but I never had enough room to gallop. Right. We didn't kick many field goals that often because our offense was explosive and we were kind of – our coach was gutsy. It wasn't maybe a fuck you to me. Um, who knows? But as far as I'm concerned, uh, we, uh, we didn't kick that many field goals. In a game, I kicked 35, 40, you know, whatever. Practice, this is confirmed, 55-yarder in the rain during practice. There are eyewitnesses. I've kicked 50s many times in practice. Legit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Did have three onside kicks in one game. Two were back-to-back fueling a comeback in playoffs. That may have been the highlight of my life for the majority of my years. That's what high school? Marimani High School, Orinda, California. And you didn't play any other position? I did. I did. I played safety and receiver. But the problem was there was just quite many better <laughs> positions than me. And... You know, by rule of, uh, you know, the finite amount of positions you could play on a football field, eleven at a time, uh, wasn't going to find a lot of room anywhere else. Kicking, I did pick up and I got good quickly, and I that be I made that my baby. I led scoring as a junior for a while in my league.
0: Were you guys still kicking off the tee? Do they still do that in high school?
1: Yeah, but it's like, it's a, in a, Sometimes I wouldn't use Remember it. Remember how
0: big that thing used to
1: be? It used to be huge. It's all my, and it just gives you a little bit of lift. Um, it's not, it wasn't I didn't need that. Did not need that.
0: So you have partaken in the smelling salts. So what I wanted to get out.
1: And my school sports doctor was walking around, and I'm not outing. I mean, this is this is part of the game. Yeah. He Would have them just sort of lined up in his hand, like in his pockets, and he would dish him out at halftime. I mean, it's very much like. Taking a cold shower like in one second.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the same reason why we do cold therapy and shock the shit out yeah. of our bodies.
1: Oh, no, it's, it's so right. I think I think it's very much uh, you have to allow that going forward because it wakes you up. Yeah. You got to stay alert in football because if you fall asleep, someone's going to put you to sleep, if that makes any sense.
0: What do you feel like when you're standing here and we're checking out the hall and people walking by? We got these kids. All we hear. Like, do you sometimes feel like an animal at the zoo?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an animal at the zoo in my own home, with my sisters looking me out, and my parents making sure that I'm, like, still sane and stuff. With the work that we do, making being a video maker and content creator, I feel like a zoo animal all the time. Um, yeah. But right now, no, I don't, because you take off this headset. And then I just go square up with some eight-year-old kid who's looking at me funny. Yeah. Not actually. Listener. I'm not going to fight an eight-year-old. Twelve-year-old, maybe. I will fight a twelve-year-old, though.
0: I love people that walk around here just looking for free shit, huh?
1: You think they're going to take our stuff?
0: Well, I think someone did. I think we just we just lost a hat in the process. <laughs> no, we did sell We We gave away a hat with a book. But you can't do it. You can't just walk. So,
1: just take it and just give us a thumbs up and just take a hat and...
0: Bounce? Oh, there was three. I wasn't really paying attention.
1: You you put me in a trance. You took me back to my high school days. I was I was totally lost. In, in the past. And and
0: yeah, and then and then and then there it went. Okay. The next one here. Your thoughts on the Pac-12? And let's see. Well, the Pac-12 so far, mm. and this is the last year of it. Super sad. Yeah. It's just sort of a touchy subject for you, isn't it? I think it's a touchy subject for anybody. Anybody
1: invested that, in the pac Yeah, anyone who ever went to a pack. 12 Did you tear up a little bit when you saw that photo of all the mascots together? No. That got Did my dad. That? Yeah. It, like, that was, not going to lie, that got me, too. Seeing all 12 mascots at the Pac-12 championship game, sort of like a, hey, this is it. It reminded me of that scene from Toy Story. At the end of Toy Story. Story three, bye to Andy. It, it that one got me. I will I will admit some male tears in there. Not a lot, but a few tears.
0: So the bowl records by conference this year. The Pac-12, five and three. It says it was a banner year for the Pac-12. Its final regular season, the bowl season went well too. The record is not overwhelming, but both teams in the new year six one, including Washington, which will play for the national championship on Monday. Oh, Third yeah. place Arizona. Also, on defeating Oklahoma, that was a huge win in the Alamo Bowl. The league also arguably had the best individual performance of the bowl season. USC backup quarterback Miller Moss. Oh, he went off six touchdowns, threw for six tutties. Yeah, dude, against what had been a good Louisville defense in a forty-two to twenty-eight win over the
1: Cardinals. He rounded the guys. on the Holiday Bowl. Yeah, I so I so we talked about this a couple weeks ago. This was the perfect swan song for the Pac-12. You got a team in the natty. Um, uh, multiple times throughout the year, we had Pac-12 guys in the Heisman race. Great bowl season. Whoever won the Oregon-Washington game was going to the playoff. USC was explosive all year. Boulder in September was like the most overhyped, over-hyped now, but hype team in college football history. They put... Colorado versus Colorado state on national television as they
0: should have though.
1: I mean, it's just a perfect year for the PAC 12. The cameras have never been uh, pointing in their direction more and the lights have never been brighter. I think it was, I think it was awesome. I like how, I like how the urgency was. So there
0: overall your thoughts. though, just on the demise of the conference and the fact that they will cease to exist completely (sighs) after the completion of the school year.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it was odd at first. It kind of felt – I, it, it definitely felt a little screwy, you know, especially when some things happen because of money. You feel cheated as just like a regular citizen, you know, when, when all this stuff goes down. I'm biased, though. I'm a Hoosier. I went to Indiana. I'm all Big Ten. There's a lot of Big Ten in my focus now. I used to be all Pac-12. Now I look at this as like, okay – I was sad for a few minutes for, you know, nostalgia purposes for guys like you and my dad who are just diehard Pac-12 people. But now I look at this like, dude, the Big Ten Conference, its the future is fucking beautiful. I get to watch Oregon, Washington every year, UCLA, SC, play Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. We get to have potential playoff game scenarios every week. Yeah, Like Ohio State, Washington, that's a match made in heaven this year. Next year, that's just randomly October 30th, UCLA versus Michigan. That's a sick game, basketball and football. The matchups, oh, those, like, yes, we could be sad. We could be sad. It's okay to be be sad. Change can be sad. Change can be scary. Even if it's with money, that's when it sucks. I'm very excited about the conference, though, going forward. Big tell, the Big Ten Conference.
0: So, you know what else was scary? Tyreek Hill's mm.
1: home, dude, going up in flames. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? This was your line, but Bill's Mafia—they're fucking nuts. I mean, fuck.
0: Uh, that's uh, look. <laughs> we could make light of the situation
1: because nobody was nobody hurt. was hurt. Nobody was hurt. We don't like fires. Fires. Fire, we do not like fires. We're not pro fires, guys. But
0: I like fires. I mean, not to like an <laughs> arsonist <laughs> level but I light a fire like sure. every single day in the house.
1: Okay. Yeah. You like small fires in the house, not on the house fire in the house is cool. On the house. Back. Yes. In house. Cool. All good in on house. No bueno. Bad. Well, so we, the reason this is such a big deal as you and I have mentioned is this could not be a more intense week for the dolphins and the
0: bills. Well, yeah, obviously this is huge. I, uh, I'm, Curious, though, because it says here the fire was started by a child in the house playing with a cigarette lighter.
1: Hmm. I wouldn't peg Tyreek Hill, one of the fastest people in the NFL in the country, as an avid smoker of cigarettes.
0: Yeah, but it could be for his bong. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I don't know that. I don't know if he indulges in the hippie lettuce or not.
1: Sure. Yeah, it could be from the car. Maybe the kids are starting early. Seen one too many episodes of Peaky Blinders.
0: They actually cut open the roof of the mansion. In order to, I, I imagine, alleviate. Oh, yes. That's,
1: uh, that's that's why they did that, That's huh? a scientific process. My uncle's a firefighter. He talks about opening up roofs to get smoke and circulation back.
0: So, how do you foresee the Bills and Dolphins playing out this week? You know. Buffalo I, minus three on the road the last time I saw it.
1: It's the most meaningful game, I think, in recent Bills history. If oh, the huge. Bills... Lose this game. They're probably not going to the playoffs. Considering all the other things that are happening in the AFC. The matchups. The people that are not not playing. People that are sitting. It's going to look like that. If the Bills lose this game. They don't go to the playoffs. Which usually sucks. That's never something you want to play for. The fact of the matter is. If they win this game. They're a two seed. With home field advantage. Until a probable AFC matchup. Against the Ravens, in which you have to go there. The Ravens lose at all. Bills have home field advantage throughout the playoffs if they win. My point is, this game's stakes are the highest they've ever been for the Bills. If the Bills win, your Super Bowl hopes are like very legit. healthy, legit, and you could probably put them in as somewhat, you know, somewhat hopefuls. And and maybe this this team, this unit, can do something. If they lose, team's gonna fucking blow up. And this era of Bills Mafia, I think, will meet its end. Someone's going to get canned, probably going to be the coach. Wouldn't surprise me if Stefan Diggs flails his arms, takes off. Von Miller has already turned himself into law enforcement for his, you know, he's got ongoing crime sagas that's happening. That defense probably split up. What you see right now may not exist next year in Buffalo if they lose. This game is massive. You have to win, and you honestly have to go back to the AFC Championship. You got to get back to knocking on that door, otherwise, they're going to nuke that team. The
0: uh, Stephon Diggs situation—you know—he hasn't been getting the football, right?
1: Right, it's tragic.
0: Yeah, it's been bad. Look at these two kids. Look at this drip, man. Wait, will you show the camera your chain real quick? Come here. Yeah, look at that thing, man. That's drippy. All right,
1: run on, little dude. He's got way more swag than I will ever have. He's the man. Good deal. I can't pull off a chain like that. I mean, you could try it. Uh, we can all try. What he just did, though, that's that's peak performance. So, they're three-point favorites on the road, rightfully so. I'm not a buyer in this Dolphins team either, man. Like, they're so cool and fun to watch. Yeah. In like I, 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 try to, I try to be nice to them because Giuseppe, Pepe, and Willie. Beloved co-founder of No Filter Network is an avid diehard Dolphins fan. And respect to what you guys have done this year. And respect to Tyreek Hill, right? Yeah, like like he's, he's a badass. is a badass.
0: They do some things really well. Of course, yes. It's just when it gets down to it, he's look, Joe's got a point. A couple plays go a different way here or there. Sure. They're in that Baltimore game. Sure. Yeah. Right. It's like my aunt had balls until she was my uncle.
1: Right, yeah, of course. Uh, other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip that.
0: My uncle had, balls, had balls, until, until she, she was my hand.
1: Yes, correct. Either way you want, either to way put you it. want to look at it. Yeah, the Bills. Excuse me, the Ravens, Dolphins. Although I think, oh, analogy aside, the Dolphins have many holes that just cannot. I don't think their defense is that good. I know we've been talking about how their defense is, is solid solid, legit. I I think at some point you just got to say maybe they're not. I mean the Titans and Will Levis an anemic offense came back. They were down 14 with 3 minutes left and Will Levis the rookie like one I cannot get over that game enough. It's just an utter collapse. That's just Dolphin season in a, in a nutshell is you have all these great moments and then their defense just can't 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 contain even the even the the, the most irrelevant not irrelevant but over the mediocre teams. And and their offense needs to do something. Are they that clutch? The, their clutchest win, arguably, this year against the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. We talked uh, about the Cowboys. That was a big win. Big win. But Cowboys, are they really that big of a threat? I don't think so. Other clutchest win that the Dolphins had was week one, coming back against the Chargers in L.A. And look at the Chargers. They fucking suck. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. The resume does not support their hopes and dreams. So, well,
0: that said, I mean, the Bills are still gonna have to go in there and do their job. Otherwise, Miami's gonna be sitting pretty in their yeah. small miracle away from Houston right. the Super Bowl. Right, themselves. yep,
1: yep. I'm 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 going Bills for the reasons that are bigger than this year. Because the Dolphins will be fine next year. The Dolphins are gonna they're gonna keep doing what they're doing. The Bills have one more shot, and it's this year. So Justin Fields
0: mm. and the Bears are looking to play spoiler. They go into Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, fields was actually talking a little shit to the Packers and the Packers fans when he said, quote, I know their fans are going to be loud because there's not much to do in green Bay, except watch football. Your (laughs) thoughts on Justin Fields shit talking.
1: Oh my God. So, so necessary. Um, you know, that comes from a place of personal pain I can imagine as a, Anyone represented with theirs? the Packers have owned the city of Chicago for, I think, too long. Aaron Rodgers had the key to the city, and it seemed like after week one, Jordan Love now has the key to the city. I wouldn't mind seeing the Packers, who it's almost like a win you're in kind of a situation this weekend. Chicago's playing for nothing. In fact, Justin Fields is playing for his spot on the team next year.
0: Because basically,
1: yeah, I mean, because it's like you don't do well. Do we draft a quarterback in this in this super elite draft? Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the Bears absolutely crush Green Bay. And he's right. What are you going to do in Green Bay besides watch football and get drunk? It's the Midwest. Did you see
0: the house was for sale right by Lambeau Field. That was sick.
1: And they're all like fucking cool, 300 huh? grand, too, which is like Dude,
0: if you're a Packers fan. How don't you swoop that up with any kind of money and just rent it out and, and like. Just use it for game day, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, the, it's... the tailgating party on game day would make it worth that purchase. It's less than a season ticket. Is it really? I, I don't know, but it's less than like uh, four season tickets. What, what were they paying in, with the Niners, for example? When that stadium was first built, it was like 120 grand. Uh, something stupid like for that. For a season ticket? Yeah,
1: now it's more. Because, Literally,
0: this house was like 700 grand. Yeah. So it basically would have been like seven season tickets. I think the I'd house rather get less. the party house. Yeah. Clear out the inside, just
1: dedicate it completely to watching the fucking Packers. Right. Just be like, like a small church outside yeah. of Lambeau. Then yeah, no, I hear that. 1000%, man. Do you, what do you think? Okay. I asked this question as I run the socials for No Filter. I asked this question to our followers. I said, You are the Chicago Bears. You have the number one pick; that is yours. You have it from Carolina. You also have a pick later on in the round from your own lack of success. What do you do if you're the Bears right now? And it could, everything could change by the end of next week, depending on how the momentum goes, how the team feels. But today, Friday, January fifth, what are you doing if you're Ryan? Go GM, Michael Penix Jr. Wow. <laughs> Yup. I love that call. Justin
0: Fields, see ya. <laughs> I think it's that good. It's nothing against Justin Fields.
1: I'm that sold on Michael Penix Jr. Have you seen that video of the in- inverted angles of him throwing, making him look like he's a righty? It's the way that we perceive lefty throwers that throws us off. Watching him throw righty is fucking Mesmerizing, really. It's oh my god! It's I'm gonna show you. It's incredible. is that
0: weird? Because righties do things that hardly ever look as good as lefties. So, and I'll just say from a swing perspective, a lefty swing is so much more beautiful. Right. It does a look a swing. lot
1: cleaner for but sure.
0: A righty throwing a football as
1: opposed to a lefty throwing a football. All right. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this on. Uh, I'll get this smaller for the edits, but look at this. This is Penix throwing. And as a righty, it just looks like that he's just throwing, he's humming it. Yeah. Like it just looks like it's the, the, the best throws you've ever seen. Like he just, like in and out of pressure, zip. It doesn't. It, you see how short and efficient it is? It's such a quick release. And this is one of my favorites. Watch, I mean, it's just so. Dude, tight. it just looks. Like, oh. It's like the Klay Thompson of NFL releases. Clay's release is so quick. Penix's release is just like that. It's just like he's throwing nines, dude. So you take him number one if you're the if you're the bear. yeah.
0: Look, this is overreactionary Friday, of course, because this is
1: four days after Monday. It's, it's a not overreaction. It's
0: a strong statement. I was taken aback by how well he played, the poise that he had in right. the pocket, right. I, I do think that I would take him over Caleb Williams.
1: I I still he, He's agree supposed with to that. be the
0: number one quarterback in the draft, right?
1: People are starting to say that perhaps May is going to go over Caleb. There is a little bit of a shift that um May from North Carolina okay. I think is good. I think I think he's good. Um I don't Personally, it depends on what team is drafting. If you're Chicago and you have your guy at the third and you're gonna go friggin' Harrison or even at two, if you're gonna go Harrison Jr. from Ohio State, trade the fucking pick, get more capital, stick with fields, but personally I, I think it's I, I think it's really, really hard to get a good quarterback, even out of the draft. Like I love panics. I think, I think Panx should go over Caleb Williams. I'm still looking at this. Like, dude, it's so hard to win an NFL football game. It's so hard to win an NFL. Like,
0: well, there's parody, a ton of parody, right? I, like like the, the biggest spread you'll see all year that we've probably seen is maybe 14 and a half. I mean, there had, was there one that was 17, maybe? I think the Niners point? had
1: Niners did it a couple times, right? But we were 14 or maybe 12 and a half over Washington. Even the
0: even the, the weekends in college football, like every weekend you'll get two good teams yeah. and you'll see a 17-point spread, like no problem. Right. So the, the point of it all is that these anybody could beat anybody. Yeah. I mean, that's where Dion and his crew going into play TCU. TCU in that first game of the year, they were 21 and a half point dogs and pulled it off. Yeah. So any given Sunday, sure. As Al Pacino would tell you.
1: Yeah. I did I I t- I fuck it. Take Panics. Take Panics. Uh, you have to ride the lightning. He's so good.
0: Any validity to this? The theory. The teams in the last two Super Bowls have colors matching the Super Bowl logo. Mm. So they're saying Based on this year's logo, the likeliest 2024 showdowns if the trends continue. So here's the logo. I mean, if this doesn't say Ravens all over it, I don't know what does immediately be Ravens Niners, right? Just looking at it.
1: So that's the scary thing, right? It's not like they just printed this out. This has been out for the better part of a year and a half now. This logo was available when we were in Scottsdale. They already had this logo out. So you could argue that the script has been written in advance. I don't think so. <laughs> like, this is... Dude, dude. yeah, you could... But, okay, look at the three logos. So the, the theory is the past three Super Bowls have had two color schemes that coordinate okay. with AFC, NFC. And I don't know why you want to start with the Bengals-Rams one, but this conspiracy... Here's the past three. Yeah, look at that. So you got three Super Bowls, and it these matchups were predicted before the year started because of these logos and their color schemes. Okay. It's so subjective. It's it's, it's neutral. It's because what if you,
0: what if you said I get, well, you could have said the Niners in that one. You could have said
1: Niners. Now the Eagles Chiefs one, it's like, Oh, that's Dolphins teal AFC. And then, Oh, boom, 49ers Dolphins, Niners Super Bowl. That's what you could have said for that year. And of course, Tua goes down week four with his brain injury doing gang signs on TV. I think that's like a very convenient conspiracy. That conspiracy is out of convenience. However, do I think Ravens are going to play the Niners? No, I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be Niners bills is what I think it's going to be. I think by the time the Ravens play the bills in the AFC championship in Baltimore, there will be enough tape on Lamar Jackson. His, his reign of terror on, on the league. We'll have to run out. You think so? They're also, by this point, going to be so thin from injury. These guys are going down every week. Every Dude, week. They're losing players. Fucking Baltimore, like, have,
0: they're going to have three weeks off before they play. They're playing. They just kick the shit out of what is supposed to be the top team in the AFC. The week before, it's they kicked the to. shit out of the top team in the NFC. They're I want by, I, far and away the best team in football right now.
1: I agreed, but I want to I wanna, I I'd tread carefully with how we describe the Niners' loss to Baltimore because the Niners outgained them on the ground in yards, outgained them in the air. The difference in the game was that Brock Purdy threw four exceptions. If you put somebody right there every time, sure, you're going to lose the fucking Pressure, game. Pressure
0: sacks, yes. all of it. Okay. Um, what else? What's up, Josh? You coach? You are going to want that book. And uh, you know what? With playing, the book,
1: salesman we're actually we'll
0: get you a hat too. 22 bucks is going to be the best 22 bucks you spent, like 22 there. codes of conduct
1: for parents, coaches and players. Look at that, guys. You see that? That was a flipping of the switch right there. He went from salesman to well, I, this We're doing we're currently doing a show. Uh, Josh, if we could, uh, if you'd be so, is that gentleman yeah, in front flip of, through it. Take your time, Josh. If you, would be so kind to give us just a few more minutes here to wrap up. So, okay, um, what well, that's
0: Bills. That's,
1: I like Bills. Closing
0: that, you like? I, I love I like that you those. like the Bills because I, I, I bills. could come on here and say I like the Bills, but then I'm biased.
1: Okay, there was one more thing I wanted to talk about, and then, and then I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you do your. I like you're, you're serenading around with all the celebrities are coming our way. Folks, if you're listening to this show right now, be sure to go to nofilter.net to catch the live stream all day. You can listen to this anytime, listen to that anytime. But We will be making segments based off of specific players. Burns, he will be interviewing. Of course, it'll be unfiltered. Okay, this is the last. Wow, okay, this actually just came in on Breaking News ESPN. It says the Giants are agreeing to trade somebody. And the screen just went blank. But the there's San Francisco Giants, the San Francisco Giants. See if you can get a YouTube. Are agreeing to trade? Looks like who? There's a trade between the Giants and the Mariners that just happened. Let me go to ESPN. Wait, this is as live as live gets. Let me give that a shot. We need it's because we're live because we're interactive. We need more. Yeah. So I just got a buzz. From ESPN. We'll see what. We'll see what plays out. I'm I'm not getting. There's not. There's not a lot of. uh, Must be. I don't see anything. Huh.
0: Basically just came up right now. Now position by position. Free agent ranking. We have that. that, The other guy that we haven't even talked about is Josh Hader. I mean, this guy. Bro. I mean. Whoever needs a left handed arm that throws a hundred.
1: Didn't he come out and basically say, like, I request this amount of money and, like, it's that's what he thinks he's worth? Like, it's just some ridiculous, like, pretty much setting a new standard for. Oh, here we go. Yes. Okay. This is from Jeff Passon. This has just happened. So the Giants and the Mariners are in agreement on a trade that will send former Cy Young winner Robbie Ray to the Giants. Really? That's a good left-handed arm. Outfielder Mitch Hanniger, and right-hander Anthony D. Scalafani. Wait, hold
0: on a second. They just got Haniger from the Mariners, and now they're sending him back? I guess. Oh, hopefully he kept his locker clean. What the fuck? Dude, he's a Bay Area guy, too. He went to Midi High School.
1: Yeah, it's a quick Haniger jersey swap. Oh. Yeah, he's right back to Seattle. This is awesome. So, not the Giants just got a former Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray. So, are they loading up on the staff right now? Do you think they're going to go Ray and then
0: Snell? Well, you're getting rid of D Sclafani. He wasn't bad. I never Well, if you're, you're getting Ray, that's the left-handed arm. That might say something that you're not getting Snell.
1: You think they're going to – they got Ray. Now they feel like, all right, between Webb and Ray – we're chilling right now on a 1-2 in the rotation?
0: Yeah, it's it's possible, but who knows? It's uh, at, These people have been hibernating, though, so to speak, right? What do you mean? Like the teams? Well.
1: Contenders? and Not impossible contenders in the MLB?
0: here about the five MLB, team, MLB teams that need to wake the fuck up, basically. Mm. Number one, I found this interesting, the Baltimore Orioles. Hmm. I mean, this is a team that won the AL East last year, and they've sat idle. They, they have. haven't done shit. Yeah, it's been crickets
1: over there, hasn't it? Yeah, nothing. Pretty good year, by the way, for Baltimore sports. You clinched the one seed, football, and then you won the AL East. I mean, that's a. is that going to be a city of champions in the next few years? It
0: could. Isn't it ironic how that happens? Yeah. But once you get those positive vibes going.
1: I oh, mean they're hard to stop. They they they're, they're addicting. Just Bay Area.
0: Boston pulled it off. The Bay, Area's Bay Area. It off.
1: Bay Area. It, it, City of Champions for a few minutes. And now the Warriors. The Rams and the Dodgers pulled it off. Asterix next to the Dodgers for COVID. And fucking huge asterix next to the Rams. Because honestly, we should have fucking been there too. Oh,
0: I was just reading about that. When they blew a 10-point fourth quarter lead. Oh my God. The Niners did? Yeah. In that game against and, the Rams?
1: And also, Tart. Tart dropped a ball that Stafford, it was fourth quarter. Stafford throws a deep ball. Tart, or safety, it's a fucking punt at that point. Hit him right in the hands, dropped it. It's one of the more infamous drops in Niner history.
0: All right. Number two here on the Idol list the Chicago Cubs. And
1: they got counsel.
0: That they was got a counsel, but it's.
1: You were high on the manager. Too. You I counsel. liked it. Yeah. I
0: still like the move, but you also got rid of David Ross. Yeah, <laughs> David Ross is a good fucking manager. Yeah. Tossed him to the curb. So you did bring in council. Many would argue is the best manager in the game, but at the same time, you haven't signed anybody. Cody Bellinger. He's still idle is
1: still on the market. I'm surprised they haven't been able to get
0: that think, deal done. So,
1: they, so you think Chapman could go either to SF, if he doesn't go to SF, he and Bellinger could sync up in Chicago. Then all of a sudden they're sneaky. Yeah.
0: They, um, look, the Cubs were right there last year. They were so close. So number one, to let Bellinger go, you're idiots. And the second thing here, I mean, you've made this great investment in this great manager. If you're going to make a big investment in a big manager,
1: Dude, you gotta give him the tools to play with. Right. Yeah. He's not hitting. He's not pitching. He's just he's just moving guys around.
0: Yeah, he, he's he's putting them in position to succeed, but you gotta have the right guys. All right, here's your fucking favorite team ever. No, oh, it's not my favorite team. It's my kid's favorite team. The Houston Astros. The Houston Astros sitting idle. So it says what they should do, what they've done, they've signed Victor Carantini and acquired Dylan Coleman and it says what they should do at a big outfield bat, I thought the Astros were lying in the weeds in Soto though it doesn't seem like they were ever serious about pursuing him, obviously he's a yank now just imagine being a pitcher and having to face this lineup Altuve, Soto, Bregman, Alvarez Abreu, Tucker McCormick, Hmm. Yanir Diaz and Jeremy Pena, I mean that's a gnarly lineup, if it could have been that's tools. Yeah, but no, you take Soto you out take there. Take Soto
1: out there. And it's still the Astros. They're still swinging. Because um, Soto
0: didn't happen, but the Astros still have the open outfield spot unless they really want to play Jake Myers every day. I wouldn't mind seeing that. They may want to spend big on Bellinger with Altuve and Bregman a year away from free agency. So that That could be scary.
1: Fuck yeah. Could. So you got Bellinger and Altuve, Breggy, and, and Alvarez, what? He would just kind of just chill as a DH? pretty much that could be dangerous yeah what's not to like about that okay then the Mariners
0: signed Mitch Garver traded for Luis Surias, traded for Jared Kellenick and Eugenio or traded Jared Kelinek and Eugenio Suarez what are the Mariners trying to do I mean that that's a big question because then they just got rid of Robbie Ray that's fine you be, bring back Hanneiger and De Sclafani. Now, Handergre, he didn't he sign an extension with the Giants like thirty million or something? Yeah,
1: something like that.
0: So the Mariners are like, yeah, we'll take that. They're gonna eat that. Well, eat it, fuck, man. He's played well for them. Like when he's healthy and playing, he play he's played well. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I just don't know. Like with that division, it seems like seems like things are wide open right now. I mean, Otani's gone, and not that the Angels were a threat, but like the looming question if if they could add a few more pieces, they could have been. A's are the A's. Yeah. You know, I'll speak, I'll delicate around that. And then, fuck, Rangers just won. Can I they mean, why again? are we going to be
0: delicate around the A's?
1: I mean, you know, it's, Utah, it's a
0: special team for you. You know, that's those are your guys. Uh, look, I like the A's. I like their staff. Uh, they they're, they were dog shit last year. There's no other way to put it. Fair enough. And yeah. they're going to be dog shit again. Oh. I just feel bad for Mark Gossett. Mike Calderetti. <laughs>
1: I was My being guys. respectful. I, I could give a fuck about the A's. I, I mean, as a Giants fan, seeing them leave Oakland, I'm you know, again. They all Does hate it, me. That
0: doesn't make you happy though. It doesn't, doesn't make me happy,
1: but it doesn't make me that sad. I, I think I felt something I felt a little more about the Pac-12 going away, but at the end of the day, once the A's are in Vegas and we're in Vegas watching MLB baseball, I'm not gonna be sad. No. I'm gonna be fucking fired up.
0: All right, number five here. Is the Toronto Blue Jays. They've re-signed Kevin Kiermaier and they signed Isaiah Kiner-Falafa. Yeah. So, dude, let's not blame the Blue Jays. They're trying to sign fucking everybody. Nobody (laughs) wants to go to Canada.
1: Including, they were the biggest hoax ever about this, this private jet gate about Otani's on this flight going to Toronto. Oh, He's going to be a Blue Jay. Bullshit, Everybody was saying, oh, there's a press conference ready to go. Otani who, who loves the city. There's plenty of Japanese culture up there. <laughs> Big fucking piece of bullshit. That was hilarious. Up, dude? That, that, that's You know what that was? It was so Canada. It was so Canada. Yeah, but it's not, it's
0: not on Canada. Like, Canada was <laughs> the victim in yeah, all of this. They, they
1: the, got completely the, played, they man. They got played like a flute. Absolute flute. You can't hate Canada. I'm not hating. I'm saying that's so Canada. That's too bad. It's, oh, shoot. Oh, well, sorry. Sorry, Canada. <laughs> it's just one of those things where
0: the rumors... And there were rumors. Maybe not enough was done to squash them. So yeah, right. But if I'm Otani's representation, and I do know the guys at CAA who represent him, mm-hmm. and basically they're like, "Well, why do we have to stop anything? Like, like, yeah, it's, it's just it's good not press. our job." To- no. To stop the rumor. So if the Dodgers think that Otani is going, going to Toronto and
1: to sign,
0: right? That's a good thing. That's not up for them to judge. And then when the Dodgers called Otani's agents, they basically said, don't worry about it. Like, we're, uh, you know, he's not on that flight. But that's all they said. And then the Dodgers, apparently, spite right of a blank apparently, check, ready for this, yeah, had not come up to 700. They were sitting on that 600 number, and then they had discussions internally, and then whew, shot up to 700. That's where Otani wanted to play. Got the deal done, signed, sealed, and delivered. He there, is going to be a Los Angeles Dodger. So there was
1: a there was a uh, a rumor that Otani knew where he was going to go for a couple weeks prior to the big day because he had named his dog after the team he was going to play for. Again, this is come a rumor. On, on. This is a rumor. Okay. But I was with my roommate discussing the possible names that you could have called a dog. For example, Giant doesn't really work. Could, but it's odd jay as a name blue jay is weird to call a dog but jay is kind of funny my dog's name is josh another one's name is jack people names start with jay why i just i that just happened organically but i love people names for dogs so jay wouldn't put it past him dog name the other contender angel to stay there that was never going to happen according to the dog theory then you pull up dodger dodger could be a good dog name it could be so listener um if, is that his
0: dog's name?
1: We don't know. It's not confirmed, but he that's won't
0: reveal th- his dog's name.
1: Well, if, if it is like if you see a picture of him with a dog, he's like, this is me and Dodger. Then the theory is always correct. Then the theory was he was going to where he's going to name his next dog, which Dodger. So you could buy a lot of dogs now with the 700 million that he will get over the next 10 years. All right. Should we uh, close things up here? We've been. Yeah, pretty much. You know what? Let me get Bart on here. And we'll talk at oh, Little Rocker B Ranch. Should we? Why don't we? Why don't we wrap up here wrestle and get uh, get a little juice? Oh, in we're there. on low battery. Get Never a little mind. juice, and then and then kind of get some get some show yeah, out we'll, there. We will
0: fire it back up. And Michael, yes, number one, a free agent, Trevor Bauer. Would you sign Trevor Bauer?
1: Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. I'd sign Trevor Bauer. Yeah, wait, why Of course, but is that even? What do you mean it's even? Yeah, he's a free agent, bro. I didn't even know that was in the discussion. Is that just it Michael M? Just just that
0: yeah, twenty two bucks or a, or a uh oh yeah, well
1: he's playing salesman right again. Get a book and a hat. Here, yeah, we'll get you. Take care, of sir. In one deal. second, why don't we wrap this show up? Any any closing words from the from the maestro? Any closing words? Yeah, I got plenty of closing
0: words right here. As a matter of fact, thank you, sir. Here, take a book too, man. Trust me, this is the best thing you ever read. You came for the hat, you're leaving with the book. Gotcha. you. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, yes, the closing words is this morning's daily hustle email, which I did not. You didn't to. send it. No, I sent it. Buenos dias. Today is Friday, February, January fifth, twenty twenty three. Yesterday, while setting up our no filter network booth at the ABCA coaches convention in Dallas. We sold our very first copy of the brand new, hot off the press, Let Them Play, a parenting and coaching guide to youth sports. As we expanded as an organization, I want to make sure the parents, coaches, and players all understood what we were trying to accomplish and the process we believe will help us get there. With that in mind, we created an LTP Creed as well as 22-player coaches and parents' codes of conduct We expect those within the LTP family to adhere to. After spending several weeks nailing down the creed and code, we realized we created something worth sharing that had immense potential to positively influence players, coaches, and parents at any and all levels of sports. Thus, the creation of the book, Daily Hustle Quote of the Day. This is a good one, Hank. Listen Mm, up. With great freedoms come great responsibilities. I will be responsible with my freedoms and grateful for every opportunity that comes my way. Success is not owned, it's leased, and rent is due every single fucking day. I will pay rent. We are only as good as our next performance. Our work is never finished. Tomorrow is reserved for the labor of the lazy. I will work now pressure is a privilege i will earn that privilege part of ltp creed shared in the new book right here it was based on the navy seal Mm. creed actually daily hustle translation don't be an ungrateful
1: self-entitled pussy (laughs) i would thought you were gonna go a different direction when you started with great power comes great responsibility but that quote that you just read also works freedom Yes. Uh How will how to get the book? Number one, we'll be
0: selling and signing books in Dallas today and tomorrow at the ABCA conference in the back left corner of the convention at the Rockerby Ranch and No Filter Network exhibit. This is 142 right here. Uh, number two, for large orders, 20 or more contact us directly with a reply to this email. Mm. Number three, here's a link to buy the book in which it will print and ship within Five days. That's quick, and then that's that's really quick. Wow! Good and turn, then uh, the pre-order link to Amazon is on here as well. So that's it, folks. Uh, we'll be back with more interviews, mm-hmm. coverage, live from the ABCA. Hank, appreciate you joining on the Daily Hustle,
1: man. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for this opportunity. As Do you always. have uh, any final words? <laughs> oh. <gasps> See ya.